But even if you look at something like cryptocurrency or whatever, all that stuff takes time, right? So I think there will be a point where people will only see what's going on in the game and forget about that this action was because of a mouse click. When that happens, that's it, game over. You're listening to the Humans at Game podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Allums. Before we dive into this week's episode, um, second episode, actually, I've just got a quick two updates. Number one, I know I said that I am going to launch new segments. After this conversation, I was just like, I really like these conversations and I have a bunch of guests lined up um, and I don't really feel... Um, don't feel knowledgeable enough yet to be able to say like, hey, here's everything going on in um, in the esports industry or everything going on in the video game industry. And I'd rather just talk to really cool people. And then sometime down the line, I'm not sure when that is, just when I feel more well-versed, I will dive into just news and what's going on from a business perspective and just all the things that do interest me, but not yet. Um, and then secondly, um, I am also a part of an Amazon Prime TV show um, that will be uh, going live in 2021, season two, but um, shooting will happen in 2020. So I'm trying to build my team now. Essentially, it's four days, um, four teams. There may be more teams, but it's, it was pitched to me as four teams. Um, and we solve a social problem. So my social problem and my team is working around education. And I'm looking for looking for just pro gamers that I can bring on the team because I want to shine more of a light on the esports industry. So if you know anybody that might be a good fit for that, uh, please send me a message on social media. You can find me at tag just Q just about on any social media platform. Otherwise we've got a humans at game um, account on LinkedIn. We also have one on Instagram. So shoot me a message there or just on my personal accounts. Um, if that is you, or if you know somebody that would might that might be a good fit. I just, I know that, I don't know what our solution will be when it comes to that that show, but I know that it possibly will include something that's experiential, something maybe in virtual reality or augmented reality or gaming, who knows, but um, I'd love to just shine more of a light on the esports industry. But this conversation, it was just an incredible conversation. I'm excited about the rest of my day. I've got a few more episodes to record later on too. Um, and I've got to go back to work in a few, but excited about the rest of my day just because it was just such a wholesome conversation. And Jonas is just a super cool dude. And we talked about everything from like the future and where we're going and like health um, and how gamers and how the gaming industry will change um, in the future. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And again, like if you, if you could leave a review, let me know what you think of the show or any feedback or anyone you want on the show, let me know. Cause I'm just, I'm super giddy about where this is going. And I appreciate all of you because you're allowing me to create the things that I want to create. And you're allowing me to be, um, just, just live out my dream, which is, is cool. And I hope everybody gets to, everybody gets to do that one day, but, um, seriously, any, any reviews would be madly appreciated. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. not an expert and I don't want to be a professional gamer. Like maybe when virtual reality gets there, maybe, but like, I'd, I'd rather own the team, you know, like I'd rather be in it from a business perspective, which is where my interest comes in. Oh Just yeah. I'm on a, I'm, when I own a basketball team that is, is going to have an equal <laughs> sector. 
for sure, man. Good, good. <laughs> That's no yeah, question. My team will have to take yours on, man. I suck at 2K, though. I'm trash. <laughs> I've been playing since <laughs> Kobe was on the cover in like 2010. Oh, God. Oh, mate, I'll, <laughs> it's I'll, been I'll, a while. I'll, I'll take anybody on 2K, man. Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Get him on. I'll get him. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy how like realistic those games are now. Like I again, like I haven't played. Like I've played, but I haven't like legit. Like I haven't been good at it since Kobe was on the cover in like 2010. We did yeah. some work with like the 2K League, like the Bucks team here, like the 2K yeah, or yeah, the 2K yeah. League, and it's just they play so much, dude. And they're so talented; it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like even. I mean, I started playing when it was like NBA Live 97, so yes. <laughs> I'm from those days, man, when it was just like sticks with photos on them, um, yeah. but, but it's kind of, yeah, when you see how much time and effort the pros, uh, you know, actually put in, it's, it's, it's athletes in a different way, and I think, um, obviously, there's a big kind of debate on whether you call them athletes or not. There's probably going to need to be a new word for it. Um, but it's definitely not just gaming, right? It's not a hobby. Yeah. It's a proper thing right now. Dude, absolutely, man. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see where the industry goes. And like, like I said, like, I just want to do like a soft rollout. So I know like you're listening to just a bunch of chatter. But <laughs> uh, for, for those that don't know you, can you give yourself a bit of an intro? Like, tell us what you're working on. Um, and then we, we can just, I just want to jam, dude. I honestly just want to jam. I know this is going to be a, an interesting episode. Well, I'm working quite a few things, as you know. Um, that you are. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that sort of, you know, we're speaking about esports. Um, I had a, quite a few people telling me that I'm a bit of a contradiction because <laughs> Obviously, my, my main thing kind of is all, was always to getting more people more active and healthy, right? Um, mm. But I can't ignore the fact that esports is massive and it's getting on and children are getting into it. Um, and I myself, I love, I love esports. I love where the culture is going. I love that um, esports, as you know, the stigma around gaming is changing. Um, and I'm, I want to be part of that. I want to connect health and, and being active together with esports. Um, you've mentioned before, like when VR comes in properly, it will be active. People will be sweating and they already are sweating when they're gaming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me personally, um, I like to explore. I like to educate myself and I like to solve problems. Um, so esports finder is something that I've created fairly recently when I was just trying to find esports to tournaments, events, exhibitions, conferences, just so I can educate myself on that. And I found it really difficult. I, I, I found that I just have to Google everything and everything's just very dissected and fragmented. And, and I was like, why is there nothing that's just in one place? I can just go on and just find everything. So I didn't even overthink it. Like it was, I, I literally sat down. I was like, how do I call this? Like, well, esports finder i guess <laughs> you know yeah. and 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 you know i created a website now created an app um you know that's accessible to everybody you know i'm not trying to make money out of it or anything like that i just want to contribute to the ecosystem i want to make sure that the esports um you know culture grows uh, especially here in the uk because it's just not as popular as in the us or asia for that matter of course um but it's getting there right and i want to be I want to sort of leave my imprint as well. Um, so these are the things that I'm kind of exploring right now. Yeah, I think like what you just said there about 
it being hard to find things that paints an accurate picture of just like where where the industry as a whole is like esports have existed like basically since gaming existed you know like you had like yeah you look at like those old videos like of the nerds like sitting in there and like like we're, we're trying to like beat the record whatever it is like yeah. it's existed for a long time it's just like finally becoming mainstream and it's yeah. finally getting there and like organizations are being created and brands are being created like pay players are finally getting paid which is really really cool to see and you're like we're very similar in terms of like hey like we're interested more from a business perspective than uh, a gamer's perspective and i'd love to just like hear from you like where where you think it's going because i know mark um cuban recently is like yo like esports it's a terrible business right now and i like i agree like things are inflated like it's crazy like you're probably not gonna make your money back like at least right now but i'd love to see or love to hear from you like from a business perspective like where do you think things are going well for me personally what i see is that it's, it's a beautiful thing especially here in the uk is that everybody's trying to contribute Everybody's trying to help esports grow in a variety of different ways. Um, there's so many startups now um, coming along. Some of them are for the wrong reasons. Some of them are mm-hmm. just trying to jump on the bandwagon. Wagon. Uh, some of them are legit. Um, I, you know, one of my uh, really good friends, for example, is now um, starting. Well, already started a platform which is basically helping. Uh, gamers go from couch to podium uh, and they mm-hmm. and they kind of guide them on this whole journey and give give them an opportunity to become those gamers without being intimidated um, others are trying to figure out how to best um, deal with contracts so they don't get effed over when something goes wrong because gamers want a game and that's pretty much it but how do you do the other things because it is becoming pro um, so it is beautiful to see that side of things um, for me You know, if you approach business in a sense that as long as you bring some sort of value and you don't focus on, oh, how can I make money as soon as possible, which is obviously a business is trying to make money. But if your um, purpose is true, it's truly to help something, I think there's always going to be a niche and a place for you, especially if you're good at what you do, whether it's esports or anything else. So saying that esports is bad business, I would probably disagree with that unless you want immediate returns. Um, so I always play the long game, uh, and I really appreciate people that do think long-term. And I think long-term, esports will be massive, and I want to be part of that game for sure. Dude, for sure. Like, it's it's hard to ignore. Like, I don't know the timeline, but, like, five to ten years, let's say, dude, like, completely different world. Like, all sports, for the most part, are on a decline, right? And esports are on the inclines. Technically, the fastest-growing sport in the world, which yeah. is just so, so, so cool. And it's cool to, like, see these things shape. I was – I had um, Domino Jack, who's the owner of 52 Faces out in Australia, and she's done, like, some other, like – other ventures and she's been an esports manager for other teams and it's just it's it was really cool like hearing her perspective just like on these yeah. gamers on these athletes and like i know you're a big basketball guy and i i was i still play a lot but i was a big like basketball guy big kobe bryant fan right uh, and i know you're celtics fan and i'm sorry but <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, like just <laughs> like the parallels between that and this are ridiculous man like just like a team you know it's so much more than talent like you can't just build a team focused on talent like you need that chemistry you need all these things and um, yeah. what would you say um because i know you like you're big into 2k as well like what would you say like are these are these gamers athletes yeah but i think i think that word um hits a nerve on a lot of people because 
how we understand an athlete is, you know, jump high, run fast, right? People don't see how much work goes into becoming a professional gamer, right? Yeah. Um, Again, talking about new startups coming out and sort of where I see myself contributing as well, um, they need nutrition. They need physiotherapy. They need training as well because the grind that they need to go through to become really good gamers uh, is, is, is incredible. Um, mm. Again, this is one of the reasons I did um, come up with eSports Find is because people need to educate themselves first on what actually is eSports and what that entails, right? Um, for them to be less judgmental, I guess, because there is still a stigma. Um, if, I, you know, if I talk, especially to a bit of an older generation, um, and I say about esports or gaming, they still see a teenager full of, I don't know, spots and just sitting in the room with a Red Bull in his hand and just eating chips, right? Um, yeah. That's not the case anymore, right? It's pro. They're getting paid for it and they need to act like it. And as, as we go forwards, now you see teenagers, right? 12, 13, 14, you know, really being amazing gamers. And this is when they grow up in this new world. You know, we see gaming one way. They see that as a as a as a legit career path, which they need to train for, right? Yeah. So we really need to make sure that we communicate well enough about how important is nutrition, how important is exercise to become an esports athlete. And I think it will come a time where either athlete would start to have a different meaning, or there will be just completely a new definition of what an esports athlete actually is. Yeah, I agree. I think the term should evolve because I like a lot of these, not a lot, all of them are putting in so many hours, you know, and it's rigorous. And it's, I would say, I would argue that it's even like more rigorous on the, more straining on like the mind because, hey, like I'm at home and like I'm at a computer and then my home is also like my place, you know, like there's no separation between work. And a lot of these guys are like making a lot of money, but then like they burn out and they retire by the time they're like 22. It's just right? It's It's crazy. Um, And and the thing is, is that, and, and, and the athletes that we understand and know, right, the barrier to entry is quite high because you need to be a bit of a freak of nature, basically, to, to go to the top, top, top level, right? In gaming, it's all about the grind, right? Mm-hmm. It's how much effort and time you put in. Obviously, there is talent, but I think there's, the barrier to entry is so much lower that you just need to be so much better, Right. And this is yeah. where the toll comes in as well, I think. And as you said, like mentally, especially, but even, you know, you're, you're either sitting for a prolonged time, right? You, you, God damn it, you don't blink for two hours sometimes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so all of those things need to be really, really um, brought up, um, especially for the young kids. So they, they do take care of their bodies and they don't, you know, parents don't uh, add additional barriers to them because they, they, they understand gaming in a different way. I love what you said there about just like low barrier to entry. And because of that, like people have to work harder. I'd love to just like run an experiment where I'm like, okay, for three months, I'm going to try to turn myself into like a, just a super competitive, like apex legends player or something like that. (laughs) And just see like, okay, like how good can I get in a short period of time and see like, okay, can I actually compete with these? Like, I'm pretty good at the game, you know, like I can, I can do some damage, but uh, (laughs) not at the point where I could compete, like to make money, but I'd love to just see that, you know, like how, how much is talent and how much is grind, how much is talent, how much is just time. I love, I love that point. That's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing, another thing about, 
esports as well and sort of you know you you see apex right my my game is like 2k or like yeah. formula one or something like that right yeah um if you're a basketball player right and you all your life you you learn basketball right there will never be a time where a new sport comes in and you need to transfer a bit and you change mm-hmm. your game gaming is you need to have massive adaptability as well mm. because games can change at any time a new game can come in even those within your sector of say sports or shooting or or fighting or whatever it may be or like there's going to be an update and then you know all of a sudden everybody can run faster or something like mm. that right the mind is the very very biggest thing that you need to really focus on and i think that's such a challenging and still like a untapped territory um that even things like meditation i think will be a very key part of development of esports players just because they will try to find ways to have as sharp of a mind as they can dude i love no i love where the conversation's going man like um (laughs) Again, like I'd love to run, just run an experiment, see where it goes. Like it just, it's so cool. Like I, I think I'm going to, and I'm, just, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. Like this is, this is what happened three months. Like I'm going to ask, kick that Apex, play to get these players. <laughs> uh, but no, damn, I forgot what I was going to say because I got so excited. But um, like where I see like gaming going, like you, you said something about like, hey, like you always have to adapt. Like publishers can change something on the dime. Like they do change things on the dime. Like Overwatch mm. 2 is just announced. Like League of Legends, like just here's a new character. Apex, here's a new character and it changes the entire meta. Um, but for me, like if I look at esports, like I like probably like down the line for, for me, it makes sense. Like, hey, less of an Overwatch team, less of a um, COD team, less of Apex or mm. PUBG or Fortnite, less teams like that. Hey, let's just have a first person shooter team, you know, and we play all these different games or, hey, like you got 2K, maybe not for the 2K and NFL side, uh, but like just more of a team that is learning, but they're just good at the specific, like the, the genre, you know, like I, I totally see it going in that direction. And going back to like the, the mental health aspect and I guess just health aspect period. Like where do you see like the correlation between like um, what you're doing and what you're focused on and what you're preaching and in gamers, like from a health perspective? Um, well, my main thing in terms of health and activity is accessibility and education, right? Mm. So platform is a tool to make it accessible. The content that we create will be educating people on everything that's available. Right. I think it will take time, but long term thinking is i can see esports being a a, a key part of people actually getting active which now sounds mind-boggling right because um esports is seen as like you're just sitting there and you're just playing i see it going forwards you know with virtual reality with augmented Mm -hmm. reality when you're going to be truly immersed into the game and actually have to be physically active to play a game this is where I think when we have established, say, Orphe Active as this um, hub for you know, becoming active and healthy, this is when we're really going to tap into that industry to show, right, you played football, try to go and play X game as part of esports, and you'll see you're probably going to be sweating even more, right? Yeah. That's the transition I see. Um, but also, at the same token, the beauty about esports at the moment is Yes, it's popular. Yes, it's hyped up. It's amazing clickbait and all that stuff. But it's still in, in its infancy. So mm. nobody knows where esports is going. And that's a beautiful thing because that means the people that are in it are shaping it. 
right? Yeah. So it is our responsibility now to make sure that that happens, to make sure that esports is part of your active lifestyle and not the other way around. This shouldn't be, I shouldn't be, um, if I talk about esports and I, I talk about health, I shouldn't be seen as a contradiction. I should be seen as some somebody that's working towards something that's in the future and something that is beautiful in the future, right? That's yeah. how I see it. No, I love that. Um, you keep saying things and it's like, damn, like that's really good. I forgot my question, which is good because it means I'm listening. But <laughs> um, I did that. <laughs> where do you, because you said that none of us know where esports is going. Where do you, where do you think it's going or where do you want it to go rather? Um, I, for me, again, I'll, I'll, I'll probably keep repeating myself, but, um, accessibility and unity, right? Mm. What internet has done so far is making relationships accessible, right? Making connections accessible. I could never have met you being in the UK if not for social media, right? Um, and I, I, I love how social media and internet overall has changed things. And I think esports is the next step to that, right? Um, mm. How do we connect more people, right? Um, stadia is mm. an exciting thing for me, right? Just because gaming will become a lot more accessible. I don't know how realistic that is for professionals because I know that like even a millisecond of lag affects it. So that's probably yeah. a thing they'll need to figure out. Um, but apart from that, just the fact that any game can be accessible, you don't need to buy CDs, you don't need to massive console or anything like that, everything just online. I love that idea. Um, and I also just like the fact that um, we're going to be immersed into it. So you can live another, like I got into gaming solely because I wanted to experience what is it like being a different character and do, living a different mm -hmm. life, right? I think that's what esports will give us as well going forwards. Um, and, it's, and it's just exciting, right? And it just builds so many opportunities business-wise as well. Um, and because I'm so interested in innovation overall, I'm very curious to see what people can actually come up with. Um, I know this is not like a straightforward answer for you, no, um, yeah. but this is just such a kind of the, the kind of thoughts. Uh, no, I love that. You mentioned a lot of, just a lot of good things in there. And I, I want to touch on a few of them, but like first, like the being a different character and living a different life. Like I love like ready player one. And I, I've been looking at like Epic games and Fortnite mm. and what they're doing. Like they, they own a, the engine right to create this stuff to create these worlds but they also own like um fortnite you know and like they're building yeah. this world and it's already becoming a social network which is just so cool and they have all the resources to be able to build something like ready player one and i totally totally see the world going in that direction which yeah. some would argue could be a bad thing i would argue is like the most beautiful thing in the world but i'm weird you know um no and then but that's another I, actually that's something i wanted to say i'm sorry like um, i'm gonna yeah. intrude uh, but like it is scary it is very yeah. scary because when even it wasn't realistic, and actually this was this interesting thing, when I had a, I tried out a, a VR set, right? And it was yeah. like horrible. It, had, it, was all <laughs> pix, it was pixelated. Like there was nothing realistic about it, right? Did you puke? And I didn't, but That's it good. was a thing where, <laughs> so basically it was like a, a person coming towards me, right? Mm. And immediately like the person like punched me, right? 
Jeez. and I and I jumped back, right? Because my brain didn't realize this is not real. I knew it's not real, but the reactions and everything, I actually jumped up and I I I, I was properly like defensive and scared and stuff like that, right? Um, I remember playing, you know, role playing games and everything like that, like trying to disconnect from the world and experience something else, right? And that was enough for me with bad graphics and everything. I did disconnect mm-hmm. and quite heavily disconnect. It is a bit scary for me how your brain might reach a point where it won't differentiate what's real and what's not. And you like, what's the level of immersion that we can get into? So that's, that's one point that I am a bit scared about. And I'm curious yeah. to see what your thoughts are on that as well. Dude, I think like, I don't think it's a question of might. I think it's a question of when, because already like you put on a headset and it's like, damn, like you're only engaging like a few senses and already like your brain can't tell the difference. Like it can't tell the difference. Imagine when we have like, you can feel something, right? You can smell something, you can taste something and you have all of that. Like there will be no, there will be no separation. It's not mixed reality. It's not virtual reality. It's not augmented reality. It'll just be reality, you know? And like, even when you walk outside and I think there will be like, projections you know like it's it's augmented reality like the digital is is um interacting with the the physical world i i honestly think that we'll get to that point i just really hope that as a species we have a really good relationship with technology and i don't know if we will be there um i know personally i am there like i love i'm I'm gonna be the first person to like put a computer check my ring (laughs) yeah (laughs) go ahead ahead. um because it's just it's gonna go away from from esports just 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 for a second but no just the other day um i had a chat with um you know uh our tech founder um who's our main developer and we were just chatting because he works remote and we were chatting about how awesome will it be when we'll be sitting at home or whatever it may be but we're all going to be sitting in the office as if we're we're yeah. all in one place because at the mo- and I think it's going to completely change the remote game because at the moment, obviously, we use like Skype and Slack and stuff like that, right? And then at, at all of a sudden, remote is not really remote anymore, and like that's going to be another game changer. Um, yep. So I think esports is playing a very big role in that at the moment as a as a precedent of what's to come. Yeah, dude, it's going to impact everything, entertainment, like physical relationships you know like yeah. long distance relationships technically won't exist you know like it's it's just it's going to change everything um, and I, I i think a little bit of fear is probably good for us because it's going to it's going to force us to put in precautions you know and force yeah. us to ask ourselves questions like am i healthy like do i have a good relationship with myself like am i ready for this you know like am i taking care of myself you know it's going to yeah. force us to ask those questions but you said another thing I know we've been on a long rant, but you said another thing before that. Uh, it was more about just accessibility, you know, and I, I love that. I'm, I'm curious to see where the Stadia goes. Like, I know it just came out. Um, I'm not really a big fan of it, but um, that's a conversation for another time. But one of my favorite things about just gaming and esports is that, like, the accessibility and the chance for diversity and inclusion. And, like, you know, you think of, like, an NBA team, like, you're not going to see a woman on the, the Boston Celtics, mm. you know? to see that but on an esports team it could be women it could be men it could be someone that's younger it could be someone that's older it could be someone yeah. of a different nationality you know like it doesn't matter so long as you're good and you have the, those relationships granted like there's still politics there's still a lot of things that we got to work out there's still not a lot of women in the space but there is that chance for diversity and my question for you is like what are what are some things that you think we could do to just propel that forward 
diversity, inclusion, and accessibility? I think it always comes down to education. Um, mm. As I said before, it's our responsibility to make sure that we send the right message and present esports as a concept in the right way. Um, as you said, it's already there's already no barriers. Like it doesn't matter what race you are, right? It doesn't matter what gender you are. You know, you create a character, um, or, or you just play a game, and it's it's just it comes down to how good you are. And I feel that's absolutely beautiful because that's that's been a barrier in all sports throughout history, right? Uh, you've been judged by your appearance first, and then by your performance. Esports is completely the way the, the other way around, um, and 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 I I feel that that's just provides just so much new opportunity, and you know, kids growing up are now going to be growing up with that concept in mind that they shouldn't be caring about whether they got a zit on their face or not, whether they can go into public because it's only about how good they are. You know, women won't be intimidated about doing something because, again, it's all about your skill. And that's just a beautiful thing. As long as we educate people on that and, and make them aware that that is a possibility because today, you know, we the, the, the clickbaits and the, the biggest stories are all about, you know, how much change is happening. But when you look in reality, it's still quite a lot behind, both in racism and in sexism as well. Mm. Dude, that's that's so fascinating to me, man. Like I, I'm really curious to see where we go, and I hope it's I hope it's a beautiful future that we create. Um, another another thing I wanted to ask you a while back because this has been a long rant is like do you do you foresee esports surpassing or let's say replacing just traditional sports? In a way, yes, and I think it really depends on the sport. Um, you know, I'm a massive basketball fan, uh, and yeah. I follow NBA a lot. And it was a very interesting thing, uh, which really surprised me. Um, so last year, the ratings went down, mm. right? And they went down quite significantly. And people kept, um, you know, blaming the Golden State Warriors because it was kind of it was very predictable the league and everything like that. Um, and granted, pro- probably there was a bit of a um, people just yeah uh, got a bit tired of the Warriors and like everybody kept talking about right this new season is is completely different you know all these teams have like two superstars nobody knows who's actually going to win it's going to be the best season ever in the NBA and just yesterday I've read that the ratings are even lower than than last year and they keep going down mm. right obviously granted there are a lot of factors. But even from personal experience, um, maybe not basketball yet, but for example, Formula One is a sport that I really like and I really followed since I was at a very young age, right? But Formula One just became very stagnant. And then I've realized that watching people play Formula One is just so much more exciting. And because it went to a level where the physics are so realistic that, that you kind of, you realize that, Oh, it's not just, you know, a hack or anything like that. It's actually, you know, the way you drive and everything else is actually affected by so many different variables. Um, and when you look at professionals doing it, you know, they've got the G-forces, they've got the whole thing. And it's especially um, that, remember, there was this viral video just came out where, yeah. you know, it was a, a gamer against a professional, it was uh, yep. a professional Formula One driver. And, he had, you know, he had a, the better lap time. And that's, 
that just shows you that there is some sort of transition in some sports, right? So Formula One already did that for me. I I now prefer for like Formula One as an e-sport rather than the real sport. Um, and I think other other sports kind of have the ability to to go down that route. Um, NBA 2K, as much as I love it, um, I don't think they they went forward as much as they could have because there's still a lot of ways to take advantage of you know a couple of bugs and stuff like that. So it's not still as challenging and realistic as real basketball, right? Yeah. But it's only a matter of time. Um, so I think it will be a case of um, those sports-based esports games finding their own new audience, especially the younger people. But I think it's going to be a balance at the end of the day, right? Um, and that's what we want. We don't want esports to take over real sports. That's not what it's about, right? It's it's about entertainment in the end of the day, yep. um, and and you just now have the ability to choose rather than just being forced what's shown on telly. Right? Yeah, I heard something interesting. I was sitting down, and now that I have this podcast and I'm talking about it all the time, like everybody brings up video games, which I love. I'm okay with that. Um, but he was saying like, hey, like. Um, football people sometimes it's like they'll they make fun of people that let's say let, they like star wars this is what he said they like star wars and they dress up all the time for these premieres but if you think about it you're going sunday night football right like sunday night and you're you're wearing packer gear or whatever whatever your team is you're wearing that gear yeah. and you act crazy. you get a cheese head on your head like how weird is that but you're making fun <laughs> of these people that like star wars and for yeah. me like that's that's so similar to like esports like people like why would you watch someone click a controller why would you watch someone play a game or play a, an nba player and it's it's the same thing same yeah. concept high level people doing high level shit it's entertainment at the end of the day like you said dude because the thing is, is that I think everything takes time when, the, when it's something new. Like, even yeah. if you look at something like cryptocurrency or whatever, all that stuff takes time, right? So I think there will be a point where people will only see what's going on in the game and forget about that this action was because of a mouse click. Yeah. When that happens, that's it, game over. Yeah, that's a very that's, good point. Going back to the um, brain, like separating yeah. things, like... like like you said, like I've never, I've never actually heard that. Like when, when you make that separation from, like, hey, I clicked the button, and it's just, what did they do? That's a very, very good point. I've never heard that. Yeah, no, exactly. And though everything around it as well, the immersion is amazing, and I think it's going a very nice route. Like even stuff like statistics, right? You're sitting in a stadium. You've got. You've got either a, a VR device, a phone, or whatever it may be, and you always get live stats. Maybe you can start betting live as you see stuff going on. Yeah. Maybe you can interact with, the, with, with everybody that's maybe involved in the game or whatever it may be. I think it's just esports has so much possibility in connecting people and especially connecting people that previously didn't have a place because... Yeah. They either may, was made fun of or they, they were seen as some sort of misfits or something like that. And now they're coming back with a vengeance and now they show that there is a place for them. Um, and I'm just really happy about that because um, finally there feels like there's, there's some balance coming in. Um, and that's only a good thing. Agreed, man. I'm so excited for the future, dude. I appreciate you. I appreciate you just jamming with me. Um, some really, really good points in there. And it, like, it just, it's made me more giddy about the future, more giddy about esports. But lastly, like, um, it's, one, it's like, what are you playing right now outside of, 
Save, dude. What are you what are you playing yeah. right now outside of um, 2K? Um, I'll be honest, because um, running a business is quite time consuming. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. <laughs> I I I'm very selective in what I play. Um, mm. So I'll 2K will be always on my on my top of the list. So because obviously it's basketball, which I absolutely am you know obsessed about yeah. and also because a basketball game on 2k is about like 20 25 minutes um so it's like a good break in in, in the day or, or in the evening and we just carry on smashing it out um but also like um i like stories mm. i like really good story and the, re- the reason i first went into gaming is because i used to love films and movies right yeah and then all of a sudden it kind of clicked <laughs> Why do I need to watch a movie when I can actually take part in it and create my own kind of story? And that's why story-based games were the the number one kind of type of games that I that I that I played when I was young and 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 what really got me into gaming. So um, if a, there's any game with a really good story, I'll I'll make sure to at least like test it out and and, and play play for a bit. And I just even if it takes me three years to finish one game, I'll finish. <laughs> the story um you know assassin's creed is an amazing example of that yeah you know there's, there's uh, like for me that was one of the best stories of like etio Dottore and all that stuff mm. right i was just like immersed in that world and especially that they managed to recreate rome and italy overall in such in such a good manner yeah um, the original you know stuff. yeah and then you know i i traveled to to italy and i was like oh you know i wasn't this street i actually climbed this building like <laughs> to that level right and it's it's amazing to have like i actually i feel like i experienced it before um and it does feel like i had like a separate life at some point right and even even now like i still play assassin's creed i play the one that's based in london um just because i lived in london and i was yeah. like oh so this is how it was before and i can i can i can go through history i can experience how it was then you know how they spoke how they traveled how how trade worked, right? The the industrial revolution, what happened then. It's amazing. That's how I learned history when I was growing up. I <laughs> Save, was terrible. Yes. I learned English like that. I learned to communicate with other people because of gaming, right? It wasn't because I went to school. It was all gaming, right? And I have I have a massive respect for that just, just because of those things. Dude. I love that answer. I, I'm pretty sure I just asked you what games you're playing, and that was probably the best answer I've ever gotten on any podcast <laughs> I've ever been on. Respect, man. I appreciate you coming on. I'm, I'm geeked about the rest of my day. No, absolutely. As I said, it's always amazing to talk to you because you've got an amazing mind. You've got an amazing um, view of what's next. And and I think you are one of those game changers going forwards and, and, you know, with great power goes, you know, uh, comes great responsibility. <laughs> Iron Man is my favorite one, by the way. Um, so that's why I'm using this. I do think you do. Nah, man. Uh, but anyway, like, I think you do have that responsibility uh, to, to, to spread the right message and to really help shape what esports is going to be going forwards. Um, I think you're on the right path and I'm really proud to be a part of that and I'm really glad that I have the chance to have a conversation with you. I appreciate that, dude. And lastly, like, where can people learn more? How can they get plugged into what you're doing? Um, I'm on LinkedIn and on Instagram mostly. Uh, that's where uh, Instagram is for kind of day-to-day Instagram stories and stuff like that. Uh, LinkedIn is where I'll post, I guess, a bit more valuable content just 
Um, I'm Lithuanian. Just type in Jonas Urbanas, U-R-B-O-N-A-S, and you'll find me. Um, or you'll find me uh, engaging with every single Quentin's post ever. I'm trying to figure out Twitter as well, so I might be there at some point. Um, but yeah, yes. that, that's pretty much it. Awesome, my man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Ah, no worries. Thank you for inviting me. Have a good one.